Hello, I'm Ricky. And I'm Joe, and this is Season 4, Episode 20 of the Beer and Broadband Podcast, slated to come out on November 29th, 2021. It is almost the Fat Man season. Ooh, um, yeah. Yep, pretty close to the holiday cheer. And what we're going to talk about to celebrate this momentous occasion of, you know, moving into Christmas 2021, not that it's that momentous, but we're going to talk about Boulevard Brewing's Magic Drip. It's a limited release brew. It is a barrel-aged, wheated imperial stout with Colombian coffee in it. So, kind of its own coffee mill. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 13.5% ABV, has 23 IBUs, and one of the things that I love about Boulevard is how little they put on these bottles that I have to read off. I actually don't love that because I wish that they'd tell me a little bit more about their beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do love their beers. Their beers are so good. So um, you've had a couple sips now. What do you think? Yeah. It, it's not bad. It's not my favorite. It, its flavor profile is dark. Yeah. That's pretty much all it's over. Every like dark flavor you can get. Like It's got that dark coffee flavor. It's got that. Really, like almost molasses really, really dark brown sugar sort of feel. Dark like, stone fruits I get off of it. Yeah, I was going to say like dried fruit into it. You think about those raisins and those plums and things like that. Yeah, I get kind of like um, a date flavor mm-hmm. from it. I could see that. Yeah, which I guess there'd be kind of like raisin flavor, yeah, too, that, mm-hmm. that would come in. This, do you remember Deschutes the Abyss? Oh, I remember trying it. I don't remember the flavor. Okay, so that was like our number one uh, barrel-aged mm-hmm. stout for like a year until we tried a couple of other ones, and then it like it's still like in the top five mm-hmm. that we had on our, like our show. This reminds me of like if Deschutes had a child with dragon's milk. That's what this would be. Okay, yeah, I can see that. it. Does have that that kind of dragon's milky sort of flavor to it? It is. You know, we should talk about that. Very very sippable. Yeah. You know, it's definitely got the alcohol content to it, but it's not overly aggressive. Uh, a little bit of acidity on the tongue, but it's still, wouldn't necessarily call it creamy, but it is certainly, it's like full. Yeah. It's very full bodied. I think the reason it has the acidity on the tongue, though, is the coffee. Yeah. Because that's one thing that those other things, those other mm-hmm. brews that we generally don't have, this is a little bit more of like, it's like a coffee mel stout. Yeah, it's somewhere in there. And, you know, it's really not bad. I don't want to make it sound like like it's negative. It's really good. Like yeah. It's, it's nice and sippable. Um, the only thing I would say is I want a little something outside that, like, tightly grouped flavor profile. Like, if I, I had, like, a little, a secondary flavor or a tertiary flavor to it that wasn't just in that same category of the dark flavors. You know, it is also possible that as you let it set and warm up, it will yeah, develop some true. of those things. Because I, I have um, gotten some caramel out of this the last time I drank. I've had this before. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I, I ended up having to buy a four-pack, and I just like, it was like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll just yeah. drink one. Uh, but um, I got some caramel flavors out of it, and that happened after mm. it had like, opened up. Yeah, so. I've got it cupped in my hand, and I'm gonna probably not have any more until like close to the end. Yeah. want to see if anything brightens up with it. But overall, not bad. I mean. I would say that this... I'm not. I'm not going to rate it like top ten, top five, mm-hmm. or anything like that because they've had so many of these. But this is a really good um, coffee. If you like coffee and whiskey and like scotch, 
like specifically, I think, in, mm-hmm. in whiskey. Because especially if you get like an Isla Scotch or something, I don't know. Isla's a little bit more salty. This one's probably more like an Irish whiskey, I, I guess. I was, I was wrong about the Scotch. Like a okay. blended Scotch, you know, yeah. with, with multiple um, Scotches that are blended together and like make like some sort of like kind of mellow, like kind of nice, you know, nutty kind of flavor. I think this is what this kind of falls into that category. And if you like that stuff, that's for you. This is for you, right? If you don't like that stuff, probably not for you. You know, um, you know. I mean, like, I, if I was an IPA person, I probably wouldn't like this because mm-hmm. it's not fruity. It's not like it's none of those like bitter things. It's not like it's very sweet. Um, but I'm not. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, yeah, we ta- we've talked about my struggles with yeah. IPAs. I want to like them. But. Well, you know, but I, I do think you made a good point that it, it's got that coffee flavor and it's good, which is kind of rare. A lot of people like to put coffee in things, but generally the coffee part of it doesn't taste very good. The coffee right. either tastes a little stale or it doesn't actually really taste that much like coffee. This definitely has like a coffee flavor that, you know, is completely unintrusive. Like it adds to the drink more than like being this, hey, look, we poured some coffee into it, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that anyone that's interested in this beer should totally try it. Mm. Um, I'll be putting it up on our untapped profile later so that, you know, you can kind of like see what's there. Um, but otherwise, um, you know, I can't really, like, I don't even know if it's available in everyone's area. Boulevards are fairly like out there. Mm-hmm. I bumped it. <laughs> <laughs> Boulevards are fairly out there. Uh, like, you know, a brewery. So like a lot of people can get it across the U S I don't know about internationally. So, I'm hoping that people would be able to get this, even if it's only like a 2021 release, that they'd be able to get it. I, I still think, like, if when you get that warmness in it, it'll probably mm-hmm. open up a little bit. I did try it with a little bit of a whiskey in it, even mm-hmm. though it's already, like, got bourbon barrels and stuff like that. I, yeah. I put a little bit of whiskey in it just to see if I could tease out some more flavors. Um, so, like, I've done a couple of things like that, and I'm, I saw this person, like, doing this thing where they would – like take it and like slurp it like coffee like whiskey mm-hmm. and, and beer and stuff i tried that the one that really seemed to bring out the more flavors though was letting it just rest let the carbonation kind of go and letting it warm up a little bit okay so all right well let's talk about the sennheiser bt t100 the bluetooth transmitter that i let you listen to earlier yeah. today um so i'm I, i've got opinions like i I think, though, I am a person who would use this and would use it, like, very enthusiastically, but it is not – I am not the person that this is targeted to overall because I would rather sit and have, like, a beer or a glass of wine or, you know, a dram of whiskey while I'm sitting beside my, um, you know, my shit uh, Modi Magni combo – Mm-hmm. You know, and and have the 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 Bluetooth completely out of it because I it, Bluetooth's good. I'm I'm not don't hate it for utilitarian purpose. I like it, but when I'm got my Sennheisers on, and I want to you know, it, 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 I say Sennheisers that that could be any because Sennheiser makes such a range. When I've got my HD um, 600s or the um, you know HD 590. Uh, 569s or the 568s that I have, you know, on and I'm trying to listen to some music. I just want to sit down 
and connect up to the amp mm-hmm. and have like that connection between yeah. us. I don't want it to be where I'm like walking around and stuff like that. You, on the other hand. Yeah, I got to walk and listen to music. Uh, unless I'm doing something that's engaging me, like I'm programming or something like that. Uh, when I sit down to enjoy music, I don't really sit down. <laughs> I, I get them walk in my room. Uh, that's why my Fitbit has so many steps on it. Um, but, you know, those those Bluetooth little connectors were so nice. And, you know, the, the sit-down ones were also really great. It really tears me, you know, because uh, we've played with those Bluetooth wireless ones. They're cheaper, but the quality's still good. You've got all that mobility. And in the, you know, the stationary ones, the audio quality was just so good. <laughs> you know, it's it's a little bit conflicting. Like, I don't know if I'd want to spend all that money for something I realistically would not use very often. But, man, for those moments where I am sitting down and I'm like, okay, I'm about to, you know, I've set myself to do not disturb at work. I'm going to do two hours of programming. I'm going to try to figure some problem out. Or, you know, I'm just going to, I need to write something. And I know it's not going to be hard, but it's just going to take time to physically type it all up. Just having that music there really, like, gets you in the zone. And so you want quality to be good, you know? Like, I guess yep. that technically I'm not listening to it super hard, so I just don't have to have good quality. But, I mean, it was nice. It was pretty good. Yeah, so I'm not going to try to convince you of, of anything like that. I will say this. My complete audio file setup is less than $1,000. Comparative to what one generally high-end audiophile like DAC mm-hmm. amp setup is, that's a fifth of the price. Yeah. And I'm talking about the Bluetooth transmitter, the Toslink switch, the CD players, multiple CD players that I bought mm-hmm. that are like classic CD players, and the uh, Ship Modi stack, um, the Modi Magni stack that I have and the headphones that I generally listen to. That was all, that was all like 500, 600 bucks. Mm -hmm. No, it might, it might be closer to 700. That's still less than a thousand dollars. That's less than a fifth of the, whoops, sorry about that. Keys in the background. That's still less than, than a fifth of that. So I think expensive is relative. I'm not saying that it's not expensive because definitely I could buy a Steam Deck for that, right? Mm-hmm. But the enjoyment that I get out of it and the fact that I could plug other things into it and have, I mean, and we're going to talk like next topic is going to be about mm-hmm. the Toslink thing that we set up to be able to listen through that amp. It's, there's a, there's something that's like kind of nice. Like I get to feel like the thing, right? Um, and I can also like, I can run it out of my, so, like, if I had a stereo system and I wanted mm. to, like, listen to it, which I do. I have, like, um, some Sony PDC-100s. Uh, there's some Sony bookshelf speakers that I got um, because they were, like, entry-grade audiophile, you know, bookshelf speakers. And I listen to them all the time while I'm sitting up here in the office. I know sometimes you, like, you'll you'll – come on a meeting and you'll hear me and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm like trying to turn off my music and I can't turn it off. And it's just like, you know, in the background because mm-hmm. it's right there by that mic. Um, but like, I'm sitting up here and I'm, I'm listening to music. Um, 
you know, uh, or I go over and I sit in my recliner when I want to play a video game, you know, like I'm on my switch and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, man, I just, I don't really want to listen to this over the, the speakers that are, you know, over there, mm-hmm. which I've got a, like a decent, like setup even over here. That's like, um, uh, um, not, it's, it's not a great like audio file grade, or anything like that, but it's it's an okay um, sound bar and um, uh, uh, sub over here, and that sounds pretty good. But there's sometimes that I just want to like really have like a connection to it, so I put it on my headphones and just having it through that shit modi, like you know setup, it gives me a lot more flexibility. So I, I I do think that the the Bluetooth I've spent this whole episode talking about this. <laughs> I think the Bluetooth thing uh, is like super good. Like the quality's there, and and like I'm I'm moving away from it. But um, I think that it's for me it's more of like a component in that system because there's sometimes that I need to like be over in my cabinet over there behind you, mm-hmm. like in my, in my um, uh, thing there or. I need to like kind of move around and I just want to, I still want to have the headphones on. I don't want to listen to like my AirPods. I don't want to listen to anything else like that. And that FIO uh, BTRK, BTR3K is good enough sound quality that, and I can carry it as a travel deck that I can like do something. And then compared to something like the Airfly that we talked about, like, I guess it was last year. Was it last year? I'm not sure. Uh, but it was another mm-hmm. Bluetooth transmitter that we talked about. And that was okay. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't bad. But the sound quality is, like, ten times as good. And it's only, like, 65 to 75 bucks to get one of those um, Sennheiser setups. And it'll do optical in. And it'll do RCA um, or line level in. So, mm-hmm. you know, I can't really, like, fault it. Like, yeah. for the money, it is totally worth it. I totally see what you're saying about that. But I also... It's hard for me to say that that's expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, when it, when it comparative to other yeah, things. Yeah, compared to your other options, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's very economical. It's just, how economic is it to nothing? <laughs> um, yeah, but nothing doesn't give me eargasms. Yeah, that's true. It depends on how much you're really going to use it. I think that's the takeaway. If you yeah. if you move around a lot, get the Bluetooth phone. If you don't move around a lot, then the stationary one sounds great. It's not that much more expensive comparatively. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's double the price. But <laughs> I, I think I think though, if that that's a good point. If I only mm-hmm. had a hundred and fifty dollars to spend, or if I only had two hundred dollars to spend, mm-hmm. I'd start out with getting Bluetooth. You know, the Sennheiser, I just plug it into my computer and, you know, go yep. go with that. Yeah, yeah. To- totally can see that. Because you can just get one of those, like, you know, three and a half millimeter cables and just connect it to it. And you're good to go. Uh, so let's talk about the Toslink thing that I, like, completely. Um, and then we're going to talk about the shoot. This is going to be a, lo- a little bit longer episode. It'll be okay. Uh, we got time to do it. So um, let- let's talk about the uh, Toslink real quick before we hit the the CD player shootout mm-hmm. and find out the results, which we yeah. haven't found out yet. Um, so uh, basically the idea is you know, from like a CD player or whatever, run into either uh, the Modi Magni, you know, like combo or something like that. You have a Toslink switch and you can select your inputs. It's an input selector, not a big deal, but versus like 
and, and you saw mm-hmm. RCA selector, eight bucks. Toslink selector, fifty, or maybe the, I think the RCA selector was twenty bucks, but it also does video. So like, if I wanted to do like mm-hmm. an old like um, PlayStation or something yeah, like yeah. that, uh, versus this thing, which is only digital audio, that was like twenty or fifteen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have to get the cables to go with it, and that's like an added expense. So I think total it was like forty dollars for like two for four cables, mm-hmm. and it came with one, you know. Um, and those cables like would connect to like a CD player because they're the mini Toslinks. Yeah. You know. Um, so if you had like some CD players that had optical out and you wanted to listen to them, mm-hmm. and maybe like a computer because most computer like my you know mm-hmm. my my board over there has an o- optical out, you're going to get less interference. You can run that near a power line. It's no big deal. You just can't kink the cable. Mm-hmm. The cable can't get kinky. Um, so, what's your opinion of that? I know we talked a little bit about it. Yeah, you know, I really liked it. Um, one of the things that you know, people really focus in on headsets, and like the headset you listen to is really going to change your music, which is true. But also the source of your music is going to change your music a lot. Yeah. And, you know, you can be one of those people that, like, micro-tune everything on every device so it sounds exactly how you want. But, you know, just listening to the few songs I listened to today, there were, while not, you know huge differences there were differences between the songs that were played on the laptop versus played on the cd player and not in like a negative way not like one sounded better than the other they just sound a little bit different you know yep. the ranges are a little bit different the, the clarity on certain parts are a little bit different so if you're really one of those people that you know is really really into the quality and you really like songs that sound like a particular way you might find yourself in that situation where you know this song I really like it on the CD player. This other song, I really like it off the FLAC file on my computer. And this is a real easy way for you to switch between those things Yeah. when you're sitting there listening to your music. Or if you had like a record player that you wanted to be able to like connect and it had an optical mm-hmm. out. Exactly. I don't, I don't like know any, if there's any record players that have optical. Let's just, let's yeah, just there's some digital ones yeah. now. I'm sure there's some yeah. out there. But you know, that's, that's really where I saw that benefit. If you're one of those people that's going to get really deep down into those weeds and you're going to say, hey, I've got... You know, or, or, you know, you might have devices that can't all play the same formats. Mm-hmm. So, you know, man, that MP3 over there sounds really good, but I just love that FLAC file a little bit better, and that plays off of this other device. You can have those all feeding in kind of the same system. And instead of you having to disconnect your headset and walk over to that device, do all this stuff, it's like CDs, number one, my other device, number two. I like to listen to this song on number two. Yep. You know. And and that has a remote too. So mm-hmm. like if you were like wanting to like change it or whatever, you don't even have to be sitting beside it. Yep. Yeah. So I guess the, the moral of the story is get yourself a Toslink switch. It'll make your life a little bit better. Yeah. Oh, I love those little switch things. I used to have them for like video game consoles you were talking about before. Uh-huh. Uh, they just make life a lot more convenient. They're fun stuff. Yeah, well the, the RCA switch, which we're gonna talk about in a minute, mm-hmm. uh, was I get, I don't know. If it's worth the di- so, I, th- I think for me, I still haven't decided if the optical audio is mm-hmm. worth it versus the like RCA the cape yeah. the like copper audio you know kind of connector because I've always had I've never really gotten into optical audio. Mm-hmm. I have a few devices that have optical ins and outs and things like that, but um, the the idea that I can run a cable from that computer that's about 25 feet away over there mm-hmm. over to here 
and then plug it in and it can run beside all the power cords that I have there and it's not going to give any interference. That kind of, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, mm, that's a, that's a good, that's a good like kind of, you know, thought that I, that I could have this thing. And I've got, I've got this Fio headphone da- uh, uh, amp over there. I could even like have that kind of in the daisy chain so that I can like, uh, just like, there's so many, mm. there's so many things that I have over there that I'm like, Oh, this is really good. Anyways, uh, it, it kind of appeals to me. So let's spend the last little bit of this episode, the last five to 10 minutes talking about this personal CD player shootout. Now I'm going to pull out one of the keys that mm. we have that doesn't have anything written on it. And I'm just going to kind of go through what we used. So we had basically, um, the, Shit Modi, I believe, is the, the headphone amp. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Magni 3 is the um, uh, DAC that I've used for traditionally. We took the Magni 3 out because this was all a, an analog. Well, it was all digital anyway, so mm-hmm. th- there was no reason to have a converter from digital to analog. Um, it just all went to the headphone amp. Um, but we used the Sony DEJ825, and on that... Because you haven't, you don't. I haven't told you which one mm. of these was which. That was an optical out. We use the 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 RCA out though for mm. it. So that's a K, that's a copper out. But it has an optical um, copper mix combo jack on it. That's the purple and blue okay. one that doesn't have the the thing on it. Mm-hmm. Have the, then we had the RCA uh, RP seven o seventy nine o one A. Uh, that is the oldest one, the one that the first time you said you said it had like this really bad like buzz and hum and yeah. everything like that, and it does through the headphone jack, but not through the optical out. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's the biggest thing to this for me. Is, yeah, I'm sure you all know this. We talk over yeah. them. Is that these headsets? If you listen to them over just the regular audio jacks, are so distinct. I mean. I've only listened to most of these once, and I was pretty certain I would be able to pick out every single one of them. Yeah. But over that line out, they are so similar. The audio quality is so vastly improved. Um, it's incredibly impressive. But not all of them were through a line out. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had the Sony DCJ-01. That's an MP3, uh, A-Track, and um, CD player. It's a personal CD player. Mm-hmm. That's the one that was like the silver one with mm-hmm. the clear top. Uh, and then we had the Sony DNE 330, and that's the one that didn't have a line out on it. Yeah. That's the one. So we had one that had an optical and, I'm sorry, we had two that had optical and copper line out combo jacks on it. That That's the uh, first Sony, the DEJ 825, the purple and blue one. Mm-hmm. The uh, RCA RP7901A <laughs> had, had it also. But then the DCJ01 just had a copper out. It didn't have an optical out. Yeah. And then the DNE 330, that was the one that was so weak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you were like, I, it's just, it's not loud enough because I'd forgotten to turn the volume all the way up. But that's the one that was just through the yeah. headphone out. Okay. Okay. So I, I kind of want to see yeah. if we're crazy. Because okay. I don't think that either of us felt like we knew what was going on with this. Oh, yeah. I, I certainly didn't know. I made some guesses. <laughs> but uh, so let's see. So this is mine. Yep. We'll go over them. Okay. So I got zero of them right. 
Uh, now, the one I did prefer, though, because we asked you which ones they prefer, I preferred A. That's the uh, DEJ825, purple and violet. Okay. So, okay. Now, what I did do is I can see I transposed a couple of them. But that's fine. So, I got another one right. Let's switch over to yours. So, well, but you thought mm -hmm. that you, you like, so you, you couldn't get any of them right. You couldn't tell a difference between the four. But certainly... you did, but so, well, you could tell a difference between them, but you couldn't tell enough of a difference to be able to say, this is this one, and that is that exactly. one, after only listening to it yes, one time. exactly. All of those, like, audio lines that I kind of heard from the other ones, or the muddiness, all of it just completely gone. Yeah. I certainly, you know, I still have the one I preferred, was that, that the, the AJ25, that kind of purple and violet one. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the one, when I listen to them in person, I still prefer. Yeah. So there's really some sort of change there, but like all of the really the negative qualities that I've kind of said about these over the last couple episodes just completely evaporate. You can tell there's a difference, um, but it's not really at the level that it's a quality difference anymore. It's kind of like, as we were talking about mm -hmm. with a second ago, switching between devices, it's almost like a personal preference, right? You know, it's like, I like Moscato and you like bourbon and you know, neither of us is wrong. Yeah. This is, this is, my ears hear like a warmth to this, or like I get a clarity here. Yeah, it's like, like that there's sound a forwardness. Balance, yeah, you know, do you like the highs more than the mids? Do you like mids more than the lows? You know, it's that sort of thing. All of them were still clear. None of them were like muddied. It's just you know, where do you like that sound balance? Yeah. Okay, switching over to yours. Let me get the key here. So you also got every one of them wrong, <laughs> but we did agree that the purple and violet one sounded the best. So the I got, I got that one. I got that one right. Well, no, we got, we still got it wrong, but we just both agreed that that one was the one that sounded the best. Well, wait, so wh which one did I pick on my, I picked the, the, Oh, which one did you think was that one? Yeah. Okay. So you did slot four on that in the key for slot four was the RP7901A, that solid black one. Really? Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's it's such an audio improvement, right? Yeah. Like, that thing... That's I, crazy. I would never voluntarily listen to it through just, like, the regular audio jack. But you can barely tell the difference when over that line. That might become my CD player that sits over there. Yeah, I mean... So, which was... So, if if you had that, like, which one you thought was the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll switch back to mine and look at that. So, the one I thought was that one. Okay, wait, I gotta pull that. Probably need the key for it too. So, the one I thought that one was the DCJ01, that gray and silver one. That's awesome too. Mm -hmm. Because that one, while that's like a legendary CD player. Yeah. Like, wow. Um,. That's pretty awesome. I mean, both the RCA and that one are supposed to be, like, really great. And hearing it out of their line-out jacks, mm -hmm. that's pretty awesome. So, let, let, I've got Venus's key right oh, okay. here. Uh, so, tell me what uh, she, like, does she get any of them right? Yeah, I can find your sheet. Where is your sheet? I think, you, I think you've got it flipped around right there. Might... It's the second one, I believe. Like, go back to the second one and look. Because it has a back to it. The other one's Oh, didn't. yep, yep, yep. There we go. Okay. All right. So Venus got two of them right. 
What? <laughs> That's crazy. She was just randomly guessing, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because she never heard any of them before. So she was just randomly guessing. Oh, no. Guessing. She, no, she so, went through this whole exercise with me. Oh, really? The first time. Well, there you go. Okay, but she preferred the one that was in slot four, because she did the, the slot instead of the letter. And she also preferred the DEJ825, purple and violet. So three people all agree that that was the best sounding one. Well, so that we agree that that was the best sounding one. She is the only one that picked it up and not knowing what that one was. Yeah. Well, she also, the, the one in there, she put in like the, the wrong slots. She got the two middle ones, right? So she got the, uh, the DCJ01, that gray and silver and the DNE three, three, zero, the black and orange. Okay. So she, so got, she got those two correct. But what's the one that she thought was the DEJ eight, two, five. Uh, we don't we don't know because what she picked was just the she like put the slot number, not the letter. I I, so, I realize that, but what did she put in that slot number? Uh, well, the slot number, yeah, she did put the purple and violet one. But what, what I'm saying is, uh, she didn't guess the headset. She well, only what the was slot. the what was the one that was actually there though? In that yeah, slot. which was the purple and violet one. Okay, but what was the one that she she thought she was putting there? Which was the purple? That's why they matched. That's how I know she picked that one up. No, no. What I'm saying is, let, let me see the key real quick. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just I, not being clear. I, I 100% understand kind of what you mean. But, um, you know, she since she put the, the slot in and not uh, the letter, we don't know what she thought she was picking. We just know what she did She pick. thought she was picking B, the 7901. Uh, according to okay. what she knows about the 7901. Okay. Because she knew that that was the, she, she didn't like really know because she mm-hmm. didn't have like a reference. But she knew that was the oldest one. Oh, okay. Yeah, because she had, she'd been through this uh, thing with me before. I'm sure that if I ask her about it, though, she'd okay, go, I have yeah. no idea between the two, but she she had actually done this thing with me before. Yeah, still, she though. I mean, yeah, it uh, it's a lot of, like, you know, guessing, but maybe maybe going in blind serves you better than uh, trying to really pick it out because it's, it's really is a world difference. They sound like different headsets, well, not I, headsets, but uh, CD players. I think one of the things, I already knew this, and, like, I've seeing the device when you're touching it gives you a prejudice mm-hmm. on it. Like, and I don't know why. And even like, you like doing certain things with it. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you can't see it, it completely like eliminates that stuff. That's why I love these like blind test taste tests that mm-hmm. we do and stuff like that, because it's just so like, we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> we're just a bunch of idiots sitting over here sometimes. Uh, but I love it. Like I, at the same time, like I sat there and I'm like, Oh, this is so cool. I don't know. And I need to go mm. back and like try to hear these differences that I could hear before. Yeah. And that's, that's like the thing that I have uh, that makes it really interesting for this. I don't, I, I don't really like, I love to listen to like audio file, like stuff. Mm. The cheap audio man is like my guy right now that I like go to, to listen to stuff that he has to say about audio file equipment, which if you haven't listened to his stuff, you should totally go check it out if you like audio file stuff. But, um, I, uh, I I just I, I get in these moments where I'm like, am I really hearing that between these devices? And like, I know which one I like because of the way that I look at it. Like, I even mm-hmm. bought two of those DJ eight two fives because they're awesome, right? I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with those. They are completely badass little devices. But at the same time, the fact that the one like I I bought like a busted ass old like RCA. I mean, it's supposed to be mm. a good CD player, but I was like, mm, I don't know about this. It is a good CD player. Yeah. Well, I'll say I, I had pretty much the opposite experience because when you put that one in front of me, I was like, oh man, yeah, that's how they used to build them. Big, sturdy, like that looks real solid. I bet this is going to sound amazing. 
And I listened to it. I was like, mm, I'm not so sure about this anymore. <laughs> um, but, you know, that just completely went away when you, you put it through that audio out. So I wonder how much of that is the lower quality of just the regular headphone jack versus since these are all used, I bet those headphone jacks have been used incredibly heavily. Yeah. You know, how much is wear and tear on those? And maybe people, just like you said, as you grow enough, you didn't really use the audio out that much. I certainly never used the audio out on any of my CD players. No, I, I, I use the audio out all the time on my CD players. I My ears are, like, destroyed probably now from listening to loud music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, I'm sorry. I, I, what, what no, yeah, I'm just you. saying, it's like, I wonder, like, how much is that is there? I mean, we'll probably never know, but it's just a thought, right? Like, well, if we could go back and like, got that thing brand new off a shelf 20 years ago, what did it sound like? There's a possibility that I could find one that's like, you know, new in box, mm-hmm. like new old stock. If I did, I'd buy one, even if it was. It'd be a fun experiment. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of want to now. I've been trying to get these, like, there's like this, like, lower quality, but like, older Sony CD player that I always wanted, mm-hmm. uh, that, that gray one that I always get, they're always messed up. Okay, yeah. They're always messed up every time I get them. I'm going to quit trying to get them. But I've gotten like two of them. No, three of them. Um, no, two of them. I've gotten two of them. And every single one of them was like messed up. And all the rest of them that I see online, it's like, you know, doesn't work. Like, you know, back. Mm-hmm. And the sellers, like, they probably get them. They test them. It plays for, like, a few seconds. But then, yeah. like, after a few seconds, like, it mm-hmm. starts, like, I kind of want to, like, do some more content like this. Are you enjoying doing this content? Yeah, it's kind of fun to do the, yeah. like, the, the back and forth, the the see how are you really perceiving something. Like, I really enjoyed the wine one. I've enjoyed the audio one. I'm thinking about doing another audio one that's, like, taking a whole bunch of MP3 players mm-hmm. and doing them in that same box setup. And seeing if you can pick out the difference, what putting all the same soundtrack mm-hmm. on all the same files, make them all MP3s, high quality, and see if you can tell the difference between the three. Yeah. In, in all honesty, it, it could be fun to do because this one really surprised me. Like the wine one, that, that was fun. It was fun to try them all, but like we didn't really have a frame of reference uh, apart from just trying to guess, like, you know, yeah. what country things are in. But this audio one, it just blew me away. Because the it was like they were completely different devices. If you told me that you had pranked me and there were four completely different, or they were just four copies of the same CD player, I probably would have believed you. Yeah. I'm thinking about doing a thing, too, where, um, you know, like maybe I get a couple more of these and maybe, like, throw a high-end one in with some of the, like, really low-end. Oh, gotcha, yeah. And see if we can tell a difference. Like some that don't even have like optical outs or like mm-hmm. line outs or something. Yeah, like that. that would be good because I think it's a frame of reference. Because I think the thing that hits you here is once those audios are so similar, you lose all frame of reference. Right. You know, there's clearly still there subconsciously because we all kind of liked the same CD player in the end. But, you know, you can't make that sort of same judgment because they, they sound so different. When you put them on that scale of like, hey, uh, cheap to expensive, you get to see where those prejudices in you. Do you if a, if a low-ball guy really knocks it out of the park, are you just assuming it's a high-end one? Because you just don't believe a, a low-end one can sound this good. Or yeah. vice versa. <laughs> you know, maybe you're getting overcharged on that high-end one because it really doesn't sound that much better than the low-end one. Well, this has been an exceptionally long episode of the BM Broadband Podcast. <laughs> uh, well, for our newer episodes, this is like harkening back to the days mm-hmm. uh, when we first started. Can you believe that we're four seasons in? Which means that we're actually like six years old. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I never really thought about that originally, but yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we've been doing this for like six years, Ricky. Mm-hmm. 
six years. <laughs> <laughs> We're old. Uh, but we are um, at the end of episode 20 of season four of the Beer and Brawl Band podcast. We have a Patreon and a Twitter. We'd love for you to engage with us there. Uh, it's getting towards the end of our season. We've got about mm, four more episodes left. We're going to get through season through episode 24. We might do a bonus episode at the end of the season. I'm not sure. Uh, but all that said, um, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.